Hi guys. Um, so I know sometimes we pray and we ask God, God, show me the way forward. Like, you know, I know that especially if you're not saved, you're not saved. You just like, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go from here. Like, I need you to show me the way forward. I know when I wasn't saved, these were prayers that I was praying. And sometimes, or let's say you are saved or you, you just, you just feel like you don't know what the next step is. You don't know what to do next. Right. And I know that I, I've, I've been in a place like this before where I've said, God, show me the way forward. And sometimes God show you, showing you the way forward is actually showing you the way out of a situation. Sometimes we don't understand when we are tied to people who are the enemy of our destiny, who are the enemy of our purpose. We don't understand that that us being tied to those people or tied to those, you know, those 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 situations that are not moving, they're not going anywhere is the reason why we are stuck a lot of the times. It's the reason why you're stuck in the same place in your mind. It's the reason why you're stuck in the same place in life. It's the reason why sometimes you only get to a certain, you only, things only are good for a little while and then they go fall to pieces and crumble to pieces because you got to look at what you tied to. You got to look at who you tied to. You got to look at, you know, are you linked up with people that are a part of your destiny or are you just dragging along dead weight? A lot of the people we hook up with, a lot of the people we deal with, a lot of the people we we associate ourselves with ain't never supposed was never supposed to be a part of the destiny. They was never supposed to be a part of the God's purpose and plan for our life. We try to play God in our own lives and we try to go ahead and create our own destiny, our own life, our own agenda outside of God, thinking that we know what's best for us. And then we link up with these people and they are the enemy of our destiny. They don't, they, the enemy strategically put them there. So you will never get to where God wants you to be. So you never be who God wants you to be. That is the sole purpose of why God, why the devil links you with people push you with people. And guess what? He loves nothing more than for you to make a lifetime commitment with somebody who he strategically put in your life to be the enemy of your destiny. He, he loves, he loves that. Oh, he loves that. Right. I thank God for Jesus because he can, he can redeem anything, right? He can redeem anything, any situation you find yourself in, you call on his name, you repent, you turn to him, he can redeem it. And I'm not talking about, oh, I'm sorry, God. And then keep on sinning and do what you're doing. It's like a, it's a heart change. It's God. I'm broken in this situation. I need your help. I don't even know. I made a mess. I can't clean this up. I need your help. This is the repentance that God wants. That's and that's there's a godly sorrow that leads to repentance. Sometimes people don't understand why, why they had to go to such a low point in sin and why they had to reach such a, a deep level of destruction, self-destruction. And it's because godly sorrow leads to repentance. Sometimes people don't even turn and repent unless there's something so detrimental, so devastating that comes up on them that says God that had him. I mean, you go to God and you like, God, I can't do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it sucks. But sometimes this is what happens. This is what happens in order for us to repent. Right. <clears throat> this is what takes us. This is what brings us to a place of repentance. Godly sorrow. Godly sorrow leads to repentance. OK. It may hurt. It may sting. It may be devastating. But it's going to lead you to salvation. And that's a beautiful thing. Now, sometimes the great, the, the, the most, the, what I want you got intercessors, what I want you to remember intercessors, people that's praying, praying people. Okay. <laughs> praying people. I want you to understand that this is our, the, the enemy wants to do this in this season, right? 
the people think about the people that you've been praying for and interceding for. Some of y'all may not have been praying or interceding for anybody, but the people that you have, those are the intercessors, the people that have been praying and interceding for people. You you praying, you believe in God, you interceding, right? Sometimes the enemy will try to use the same people that you're interceding for to to come up under a demonic influence. You praying for them, right? Because they already probably under a demonic influence. You know, the same people that you're praying for and interceding for to be under attack or to come up under some type of demonic influence to start attacking you. Why? Because he wants to get you off your post. He wants to he wants to have you to stop praying for them so that they so that he can have even greater access and even greater, you know, greater influence in their life. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody we intercede for is 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 an unbeliever or is not saved. We should be praying for our brothers and sisters in Christ, too. We should be interceding for one another as well. OK, so sometimes the enemy will have the, the people that you're covering, the people that you're interceding for to come up under attack, to start attacking you, to create an offense in you against that person so that you can stop praying. It's a strategic assignment for you to stop praying for them. And if you stop praying for them, then what? Some of you guys, all you all you're the only one praying. There are no prayers other than the ones that you send up and you send out over those people's lives to your father in heaven. So if the enemy can get you with an offense, if the enemy can get this people, these people or this person to come up under demonic influence to attack you and then you 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 get offended, you upset, you got unforgiveness. Now you don't want to pray for them. Guess what happens? The enemy now can really run rampant. Some people don't understand that your prayers are exactly what what's keeping the enemy and holding the enemy back from fully having his way with somebody. Think about that. Your prayers are what are restraining the enemy in the spirit realm. Your prayers are declarations in the spirit realm. The enemy notices when we stop praying, he notices when we off our post. Because it's, it gives him more grounds. As long as we're praying, as long as we're interceding, guess what? We're covering grounds. We're covering grounds. Territory. We're taking up territory in the spirit realm. We can't allow petty offenses, petty unforgiveness. We can't, we can't allow petty stuff to take us off our post and to get us out of our, our place of intercession and to say, I'm not going to pray for this part. Whatever. Whatever happened, happened. No. Listen to me. Don't get like that. To turn that stuff over to the Lord and, and keep praying and interceding because you don't understand what's what that what those prayers are restraining in the spirit realm for those people. What the enemy can't do to those people because these prayers are going out. What the father is honoring these people living crazy, sinning against him, rebelling against him. But he's honoring your prayers, the prayers of the righteous. He's honoring him, honoring those prayers, honoring you. Because you praying, because you, 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 my, I, I hear my child every time I see that person. I, I hear my child. I see my son, which is Jesus, but I hear the intercessors. I hear the intercessory prayer going out for that person, covering that person, and and, and it's it's going before the throne of God. Jesus intercedes on our behalf, but He also uses us to intercede. I'm not saying God turning a blind eye to people's sin because you praying for them. No, they got to repent on that. They, everybody responsible for their own sins. 
Everybody is responsible for their own choices. Everybody must deal with the consequences of their own choices. That's just life. Okay. It's just life. Whether your choices are good or bad, you will have to deal with some type of consequence. Good or bad. So I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is your prayers will bring about God's mercy. Okay. When we cry out for God's mercy, he's open. He's hearing us. He's listening to us. God have mercy on them. Judgment may still come. Judgment may still fall, but Lord have mercy on them. Have mercy. Have mercy mean the judgment came, but maybe they didn't die. The judgment came, but maybe they didn't go, you know, they didn't go to prison. Judgment came, but maybe they didn't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't, the mercy of God kept them from going to place, from, from it being like super bad. The judgment came, but maybe their life didn't end. The judgment came, but maybe whatever judgment came was enough for them to turn and maybe they didn't end up in the psych ward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know, man. We... When, when a judgment hit, it's like, who can escape that? Who can escape? Who can escape God? Who can escape God? We think we fooling him. We think we can get away with stuff. We think we just, we think we are our own God in the world, right? Nobody can tell me nothing. Nobody. I'm my own God. I'm my own boss, right? But that's a foolish way. That's a foolishness because the word says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. So you can't tell me you wise if you don't even fear God. And how do I know that you fear God? You can know that a person fears the Lord and have reverential fear for the Lord when, by their lifestyle. You can tell people when they fear God by their lifestyle. They're not just out here living any kind of way because they fear God and they're wise. Wisdom comes with that. There is wisdom attached to your reverential fear of the Lord. Wisdom. I'm going off into a whole nother thing now, but y'all be blessed.